This is Mobile Armor Radio. Special edition. Mobile Armor Radio reads. Welcome to this special series podcast from Mobile Armor Radio. This <laughs> is going to be, we're reviewing the Transformers comic books because we got the, uh, the, what is it called? The Humble Bundle? That's, Humble Bundle. Yeah, they, they had a special on a bunch of the Transformers comics. So we got them and we're going to review them and we're doing it sort of chronological order. I don't know if we're going to, I don't think we're going to hit every single thing chronologically because we'll never get it done, but uh, we'll hit the highlights, I think. But we're going to start at the beginning with the uh, Megatron, the origin. Is that what it's called technically? Or Megatron, Megatron origin? Origins. Yeah. Me- Transformers Megatron origin. That's what it's called. Uh, I'm Rob. I might as well introduce ourselves. <laughs> and I'm Chopper. I think you know by now if you're listening to this, but if not, if you came in just because you wanted to hear us talk about a really old Transformers comic, it's not really old, it is from, uh, what year is this from? 2007, it's from 2007. Uh, it's written by Eric Holmes, it's art by Alex Milne and Marcelo Matra, and colors by Josh Perez, and uh, it is by IDW. IDW Comics, that's right, in association with Hasbro, obviously. But IDW is still has a license, and they do have that new Transformers comic, which I will give a shout-out to Superhero Crew, another channel I do. I do an X... Uh, it's on YouTube. I do an X-Men uh, recap, weekly recap on that. But it's uh, Andrew, the other guy there, and I will be covering the new Transformers comic once this series... Uh, yeah. Once this first arc ends, so we'll be covering that there. But here we're going to go we, back uh, in time. So I guess do we need to point out that uh, the, what we got was probably the the graphic novel because I think they originally yes. it was a four issue miniseries. Yes, that is correct. It's uh, this was all in one book. I'm sure you could buy the hardcover, like the actual cover version of this. It's uh, but we got the digital version, obviously. But uh, yeah, it is the origins of Megatron. Which was interesting. I, I think, uh, want to just sort of recap what happened? Or do you want to, yeah, might as well, right? Yeah, go ahead. So pretty much, uh, you find out Megatron was just some mine worker, poor guy. Just, uh, just a regular Joe Schmo mine worker. Yeah, and they, but they, the Autobots are like real assholes in this comic book. <laughs> and they're, <laughs> they're corrupt and they're, like, this is way before Optimus Prime and like the current crop. And yeah, it, well, it, 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 I don't know if I'd call them corrupt as more uh, uh, elitist. Well, there's some corrupt ones. That one who, uh, we'll get to it, but there's one who kind of manipulates behind the scenes a bit. He's he's pretty corrupt. He's just doing things to make money. But yeah, there's a, a very elitist, you're right. And they think, especially the leader, I forget the leader of the uh, Autobots. He's a prime. Sentinel of some, Prime. Sentinel Prime. Sentinel. He's, he's a real elitist and a real jerk. He's well, no, that, he's no optimist. Is. Senator Decimus was very leading look. Yeah. I'll talk to them and it, and just me talking to them will calm them down. Yeah, at the very beginning, yeah. <laughs> so they and, and I use the word them in a derogatory sense. Yeah. They they look down on these uh lower castes uh yeah. trans- because they were still called the Autobots, the Autobot cast, I guess, right? Yeah, cuz they I guess that's what the things are, it's different castes cuz they don't call themselves Decepticons till later, but they yes. they have a name. They have like a it's I guess from the planet they're from. But they, uh, anyways, these mine workers, they're treated like crap, and, uh, eventually they rebel. Mostly because they just murder one of them right in front of them. <laughs> well, yeah, because they went there to, well, here's even, what's, which is even fun, the irony of this part of that story is, the center's there to explain to them why they're going to automation. Yeah, that's right. 
yeah. and, and put the workers out of, out of work. And so that gets them all pissed off. Cause yeah, they said that they're already just living off scraps of Energon and now they're just losing their jobs as it is. And yeah, so they think that they're doing them a favor kind of, but it gets out of hand as all worker strikes do. And, uh, yes, some murders happen and, it, uh, Megatron is kind of, he, you don't even know it's Megatron at the time. He barely looks like him. He's got the head shape a bit, but it, it was confusing at first if it was him or not. But he eventually, uh, he's a fugitive pretty much. So they got to, uh, escape. Yeah. He joins the underground, uh, gladiator, gladiator pits. Yeah. In that joint. And that's where he learns to kill. Yeah, because even at the beginning, he, he does kill a, a Autobot guard, I think, and he's upset about it. But all the other guys are cheering him on, but he's kind of like, oh, man. Yeah, but then, yeah, even in the gladiator, he didn't want to kill his first one, remember? Yeah. Till the till the ring guy said, kill him or whatever. I guess there was something like that. Yeah, but he got a taste for it, and he, he got uh, meaner and meaner as the comic went, that's for sure. Yeah. But I also like how they introduce... Oh, that uh, Senator Ratbat is the guy that you were thinking of, the one who was totally in it for the money. Yeah, there's a, that's who's uh, kind of manipulating things. He sends Soundwave to try to to uh, turn these guys into to uh, militants instead of just uh, being gladiators and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of manipulation, but it turns out to, that they he went too far because, uh, needless to say, the Decepticons are born out of this. But I do like how you get to, like... All the various Decepticons kind of showing up. So you see, like, Sound, or, uh, Soundwave shows up, and also, uh, Starscream, and... Yeah, well, the, 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 I guess they were called Seekers back then? Yeah, the Seekers is the plane guys, yeah. It was Starscream. I think uh, it's... Sa- uh, who were the original three? Is Starscream, the other two. Thundercracker, and, uh, I always forget the other one. Starscream. The purple th- one. I always forget the purple one. Uh, yes. Thundercracker's the blue one. The purple one is, anyways. Yeah, the three originals, they're there. And I like how it's also this, I don't know if this is where they originally got their, uh, their ultimate forms in this aren't jets, obviously, because they're on Cybertron. They're, uh, like triangular. But they're flight capable. Yeah, they're fly, they can fly, but they're like triangle ships, and that's, that's, that's in canon now for, for even like Hasbro. They make the toy of these guys now in the triangle shape for the war for Cybertron. Yeah. And, uh, they do transform, but I, does, I think, does uh, Megatron ever transform? No, but he he has the, the hidden gun in, in his arm. Well, yeah, because eventually and he gives he gives he gives it the Star Scream too. Yeah, right. Because he eventually gets uh, he gets his uh, arm. He gets as the story goes, he gets parts of him destroyed, and he looks more and more like Megatron as he goes. And eventually, yes. he is given the uh, gun arm, which is cool. And uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting. And by the end, you think that they're kind of. Uh, captured and in trouble but the decepticons living up to the name it's all a deception and uh i love the part where starscream looks like he's uh he's turned traitor on them and you're like oh starscream <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was all part of the plan so i guess uh, it should be made mention too that this also takes place on on, on the planet Kaon. it's so this yes. is not even on cybertron yeah it's like a, a colony of cybertron yep yeah and because that's ultimately he ends up ruling Kaon, so I guess that's basically where. I guess you can even say that's where Megatron comes from. Yeah, because they uh the um 
eventually it gets to the point where they, they yeah, they just kill the ruling class and Megatron has a big fight with uh, Sentinel Prime, which is a Yeah. That was actually one of the highlights of the book for me. Even though it was a little Michael Bay, it was hard to tell what really was going on, but it was still fun. Well that's that you know, since that that basically recaps the comic book, so if we go into the discussion here Skywarp is the but- third seeker, by the way. <laughs> I, yes. I, I got to that page. <laughs> uh, what what angers me? I shouldn't even say angers me, but what my biggest hang up with this set of comic books is shockingly the art. Uh, when it comes to the fights and everything, it's hard to figure out who's who in the pictures. I, I think it's. I was thinking about that because you you read this before I did, and you had that criticism. So when I was reading, I was thinking about it. And you look at Starscream and, and Skywalker and Thundercracker, they're their correct colors. And same with Soundwave. Those guys, I never had a problem figuring out. But because, No, but Megatron was hard to pick out. Because him. he's just gray. Like, and then, and yeah. then Frenzy and uh, all the other ones that can never – Rumble and Frenzy yeah, yeah. can never figure out. Yeah, there are certain ones that they, the colors – I think that was – it wasn't the art that's the issue. I think it's the color. And that, I think so. It's the Michael Bay effect where everything looks the same, so you can't tell what the hell is going on. And except for that final fight with uh, Sentinel Prime, that that did get uh, where it was just like it gets messy, right? Yeah, it was I just, can't figure out who's who yeah. in between Sentinel Prime and Megatron. I couldn't figure out who's getting beat up, even though Sentinel Prime is bright red. Like that's you should be able to tell. But I found it was uh, color effects. I think it's the coloring is the issue because they do use like digital coloring. And I think sometimes they go overboard with the effects where it's like, oh, I'm going to put uh, different filters on it to make because there's fire in the background. Well, if there's fire in the background, everybody looks red. You can't tell which guy's which. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially when Megatron doesn't look like he's supposed to be looking anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Especially early on. It was hard to tell. And yeah, it's it was uh, – and then Sentinel Prime turns into uh, some other armored version of himself, which is obviously something they can do. That that seems to be from the uh, uh, from the anime that they they did, uh, be able to armor up, and they they seem to have taken that into this one. So he armors up at the end, and then he becomes a gray robot instead of the red robot he was before, where it was like, oh, I could tell who he was. Yeah, and that that was kind of annoying. And uh, but like I said, that being said, it didn't take away from the comic book itself. It was just hard to follow, made it harder to follow. And it also I found it was Megatron's head is pretty unique. But there was also other people that had similar head shapes. I'm like, why would you make especially other the, people similar head shapes? Especially when they were in in, in the in the in the mining pits, yeah. they all looked like I couldn't figure out. I figured the guy on being the most rebellious was was Megatron. I think maybe that was maybe they did that on purpose because there was that one who stepped forward who ended up getting killed. You thought maybe yeah. you're supposed to think he was Megatron. Maybe that's why they were doing that. But uh, I didn't like the fact that yeah, if you want to know who's Megatron. You give them that head shape and don't make other people have similar head shapes. But I did like how, uh, yeah, through the whole comic book, he kept, uh, losing parts of himself or getting damaged and he would change and he'd get and angry. And the construction cons would fix him. That's yeah. the part I thought was cool. Yeah. And they, they, they're also for the, cause it really started as an underground fighting league. And the one senator was using that to kind of draw up, uh, uh, animosity to change stock prices and stuff. And it got mm-hmm. out of control. But I like how the Constructicons would build the arenas. They could never, the Autobots couldn't catch them because they, they, uh, kept building these arenas other places. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, they didn't use existing things. They literally just built arenas. Yeah. Also, there was uh, some major deaths too. It's just, uh, I was like, well, that's impressive that some of these people are just, uh, 
murdering Autobots. There was a few Autobots that I recognized. I think um, Cliffjumper was in it, and Prowl, I think, was in it. But generally it Prowl was... Prowl was in it. Prowl was for sure in it. Yeah. There was a few that uh, were famous, but most of them were just, like, nobody's... Well, Prowl's uh, the guy that uh, Sentinel Prime assigns... He's, like, the head head lead detective. Yeah. To try to hunt them down. and that, But they had uh, Cliffjumper and someone else... Like spying, trying to find them, and then they got caught, and it was like, oh, that wasn't so pretty. They, they really, uh. Oh, yeah, were they the ones, they, they, they died though, because they got, was that the scene where they, uh, they witnessed the, yeah. the weapons with Soundwave? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Soundwave, and I also like Soundwave and all his guys. That was, he still had his tapes, even though he's, uh, on, Cy- on, uh, Cybertron or in space. Oh, yeah, well, um, Ravage was came out, which I thought was cool. Yeah, Rumble and uh, Frenzy, uh, but it was fun. Yeah, it was it was fun. I, I think this we're reading chronologically. This obviously came a lot later in the series, so I think there was some things we we're supposed to know that we don't know yet, kind of thing. You know, like some of these people probably come back, and you understand why this is happening. Uh, but as a just a Megatron origin story, it actually kind of made you at first you're like, oh, I I can see why he rebelled. These guys are assholes. And then yeah, by the end I you're like, yeah. By the end you're like, oh my god, he's just he is evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think the 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 interesting, like you said, is you feel sympathy for him because he's being oppressed, yeah. quote unquote, and being manipulated, and then the manipulation and you see to transform him to now he just hates everything and wants to kill everything. Yeah. Just take it all down. Yep. Yeah. It's so in a sense, I guess if you, if you want to get philosophical about it, the Autobots in, in a sense created Megatron. Yeah. Yeah, Not necessarily created created the Decepticons and all the death. So the Autobots are, are, in in a sense, then ultimately responsible for the destruction of Cybertron. <laughs> well, and it, it they're almost repenting for the their their forefathers being assholes too. It's not them because it's not Optimus. It's not there's a few of them, but even even Prowl and it didn't do anything bad. Yeah, he was just kind of a policeman. But but uh, yeah, for it's kind of like well, these guys are corrupt, and some of them are elitists. Some are some are like real just cocky assholes, and. Now Prime has to be better because his forefathers were so bad. It's kind of it's interesting in that way too, where you, the history of Cybertron is not uh, rosy, as it were. You think you know it wasn't a paradise yeah. that all of a sudden uh, Megatron came into and destroyed. It was a bad place to begin with. Yeah, it was a bad Senate. Yeah, yeah, it was corrupt. It was very much like uh, Rome, or you know, like. Oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy, Rome. Yeah, ancient Rome. That, you definitely get a little bit of that with the, uh, the people rising up. And yeah, it was pretty violent. So it's, it's definitely not, uh, I wouldn't say for anyone younger than teens, cause there was some major deaths. I don't think there's any swearing or anything, but it's, uh, there's some pretty graphics. It's scenes. definitely PG, thir- definitely PG 13. People getting eyes ripped out and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Heads crushed. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. Enjoyable. Like you say, the art was, uh, I, I've always found that with Transformers art though. Maybe it's because it is robots. And, uh, it is sometimes hard to keep track of who's who. But, uh, I do hope that as we go forward, we get more colors in so we can tell who's who. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about the comic? I, I think, uh, that's. No, I think it's a very good origin story as far as comic books are concerned and everything. You know, it's, it's, 
I think what I really liked about it is that you sit there and you go, all right, Megatron wasn't a big a-hole in the beginning. He was just, he just wanted to work. Yeah. It really comes down to, he just wanted to work. You don't have to bring automation, which I think is ironic because they're all robots. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're already automated. Yeah. And we're going to bring in robots to replace the robots. And, uh, it also was, uh, interesting because, uh, like I said, it, you, at the beginning, you're like, oh, he's, he's not too bad. And by the end, you're like, oh, he's bad. But yeah. he gets corrupted. It's not his fault. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, you see, you see, it starts off as a rebellion to make, I guess, to make the rich jerk class, Autobot class pay. But like, then it just, it, it, it just evolves in his brain, I think. Or maybe he's just killed too many times now that. Yeah. Cause it, it 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 changes him in a way that I'm just going to kill everything. And like you say, he was manipulated to do it too, because all really he he didn't want to kill the first guy, and then to make ends meet, he had to become a a a back uh, backroom brawler to make ends meet. Didn't want to really kill there, but he was forced to. And then it was manipulated that those became militarized, like became a, a resistant or rebellion, where whenever it was it was if they could have been, they would just stayed being fighters. They just wanted to be fighters, you know. But yes. it was just got with the help of uh, Soundwave and who he was working for, who he eventually betrays, which is a great scene too, where the guy's like, "Okay, Soundwave, you, you now's the time to to protect me." Soundwave's just like, "No, me and Starscream are just gonna kill you all." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great scene when he got Starscream was on trial, and he's just he's like, "No, I'm not here to grovel. I I I was giving my guns back. I'm here to kill you all." Yeah. I thought that was cool. That was that was one of my favorite scenes too. Overall, good comic book, and I think it's just going to get better from here. So let's hope. The question is, what what are we going to do? The next one chronologically is the origin Optimus Prime, or uh, what is his name? Uh, Pax. What's his? I always forget his name. Something Pax. Orion Paximus, Pax. Ori- uh, Paximus Prime. Paximus Prime. No, it's Orion Pax. <laughs> it's his origin. Yes. Uh, do you want to do that one, or just to get yeah, the other side of it? I, I think, I think, yeah, I think reading all the origins would be great. Yeah, that's kind of fun. And then, uh, yeah, we'll eventually get into the actual uh, story of it all because there is an overarching story through I don't know how many years it went on for IDW, and it went really far afield too, which is should be interesting to see it evolve over the years from uh, just G one Transformers that we know into some crazy, crazy places. I I've heard it goes so. Yeah. It should be fun. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions or, or other things you want to talk about, you can always go to our Facebook or Discord to discuss it. And uh, tell us if you read this comic book or if you got the bundle, read along with us. And, uh, yeah, tell us how you liked it. If you if you found the art confusing or are we just old fuddy-duddies who can't uh, <laughs> can't tell uh, Optimus it was from... Confusing. Uh, <laughs> I, it, I, it, it, it did. It was confusing. You warned me and it still confused me, so... yeah. At the beginning and at the end. In the middle was all right. I mean, the story itself was great, like I said. Yeah. It was just when you try and put the pictures to what's happening, you're like, I don't see what's happening. Well, eventually you just have to – it's like, okay, by context, I think I know what's happening. Yes. I, I understand I philosoph- philosophically that uh, Megatron is currently fighting this person and winning. Okay. Yeah. It, like I say, it's very much like the Michael Bay movies, which this is the era they were made, so maybe there was some influence on the production that way, too, where they thought, yes. hey, 
let's this is how the movies are made. Let's make the comic book similar. And uh yeah. Okay, so uh next time we'll do uh the origin spotlight on Transformers uh, Ryan Pax's origin. I forget what it's technically. I think it's called Spotlight Orion Pax. And it's yes. it's young, poor, young Optimus. We'll see if he starts off as a minor and ends up uh, going a different way. I'm going to go. I'm going to get. I'm, my guess is he's going to be a, uh, an Air John Sharecropper. I, I think he's going to be a rich little brat. And uh, I think he's going to be a farm boy. You think a farm boy? Yeah, I, I could see Optimus being a farm boy. We'll find out next time we do this. Maybe next month. Maybe next week. We never know. <laughs> it's a surprise for everyone. Exactly. I've been Rob. Pleasant surprise. And I've been Chopper. I've been Rob. And I've been Chopper. <laughs> Since for a second a, time. For a clean one. <laughs> and we'll be back next time. For All right, guys. Read along. Covering comics of some sort. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Mobile Armor Radio Reads. Come back next time for more.